0: What's up guys, and thank you for tuning in to the True Feels Podcast. I'm Keith Brady, and today I'm going to talk to you about the time I accepted my fate in life, the time I got stuck in 1963. You're probably thinking I'm crazy, but just let me give you a little background first. So I was playing around in my garage one day, and I discovered how to go back in time. Now, I'm not going to go into all the details with you because the patent is still pending on my machine, and those details don't really matter. So I'm just going to cut to the part where I travel back in time. Now, I knew I could travel back in time, but it didn't quite know how far back it would take me. I had no way of gauging the amount of time the machine would set me back. And all I knew was that it would take me to the past and that was enough for me to try it out. When I strapped on the time machine and pressed the button, things went dark for a second. When my vision came back, I was in what seemed to be a janitor's closet in the middle of some high school. This must have been what was here before my house was built. My first reaction was to reach for my phone to see what the date was. Guess what? No service. I walked around the school until I finally found an information board that had a bunch of flyers of all sorts on it. One flyer I can remember that said, the class of 1963, would like to invite you," and I stopped there. I was in shock. I landed in the year 1963, and I couldn't tell anyone about it. I couldn't make a Snapchat story or a Facebook post. No one would believe me. It was starting to get dark outside, and the lights inside the school had just shut off, so I pulled out my iPhone, and I turned on the flashlight. I turned around to trace my steps back to the janitor's closet where I'd left my time machine and as I was walking up to the door, my phone beeped. I then ran up and down all the hallways searching for a computer lab that they might have at the school. Nothing. And then it hit me. I'm in 1963. Micro USBs weren't a thing yet and neither were computer labs in schools. My battery was now on 10%. I needed to get out of here, and I needed to find someone who could help me get the tools to get my machine working again. I whipped out my phone, typed in my Google app, nearest Radio Shack. This podcast was brought to you in part by Radio Shack. You've got questions, we've got answers. Sorry about that, folks. Um, Back to where I left off. Um, So I was searching for a Radio Shack in my phone, and uh, what do you know? I'm not connected to the internet. And of course, I checked for Wi-Fi before realizing that there was no such thing as Wi-Fi, let alone internet in 1963. My phone battery had not reached 5%. And... I really don't think they had a lightning cable for the iPhone in 1963 either. So I'm in a bit of a pickle, and it's kind of a big deal. I'm stuck in some school in 1963. Hey, look at the bright side. At least I know where I am, or so I thought. I know what street I live on and a couple surrounding it, but anywhere past that, I couldn't really tell you. I rely on my Google Maps app to get me everywhere. I don't really pay much attention to street names, street signs, other than the stop signs and the stop lights. I walked out to 8th Street, the street I live on, and I started walking towards where I thought was downtown, since I thought that would probably be my best bet. One thing I noticed while I was walking towards the city was that there was a whole lot going on around here. People were playing outside, hanging out. You know, something I don't see much of back in 2018. Or forward in 2018. I got this weird feeling. A feeling of anxiety. A feeling as if I was disconnected. I hadn't been online in what felt like days. This is not like me. I'm constantly connected, and I'm constantly checking my notifications on my phone. I really need to get back to 2018. As I was walking, I could see some buildings beyond a hill that had a billboard advertising the first ever commercial push button telephone. Man, was that mind blowing. I was born in a time where cell phones were already a thing. I never thought about what it might have been like before. I pulled out my cell phone and tried to turn it on. No battery. Not like it was any help anyway, but it was my last tie to modern technology, meaning no more Flappy Bird or Candy Crush to pass my time at a red light or a family dinner. I finally made it downtown, and I began to ask anybody and everybody where I might be able to find someone who is knowledgeable in technology and electricity. I finally found a guy who said he works in a place that manufactures microwaves and he said he could take me to his factory to see what he may be able to help me with. I opened my machine at the microwave assembly factory and the man looked at me like I was some type of alien. He then asked me what it was. I told him I was working on developing some new wireless radio. He hesitated for a while and then said okay, but I don't think he really bought it. Long story short, he was able to charge the internal battery by soldering on a new endpoint to the positive and negative connectors of my battery, giving me enough charge to get me back home. As I was approaching the school, I noticed a group of kids outside listening to music from a cassette tape boombox. Watching them gather around and listen to that music sent a feeling of simplicity through me and it made me think about life before the internet before all of these tech devices were even a thing. Things were different, really different. I walked around the school for a little bit, observing what was going on. One thing I noticed was classrooms were more engaged. People were interacting with one another and doing homework with pencil and paper. Teachers were using chalkboards and textbooks. This is much different than the smart boards and personal computers we have today. I don't think I could adapt to this, Coming back from having a cell phone, AKA my best friend, right there in my pocket, where I could connect with friends and entertain myself all day. Giving that up into only communicating with people who were physically in front of me seemed very lonely. I finally made it back to the janitor's closet where it all began. I strapped on my time machine device, pressed that button, and it took me back to where I left off, right in my garage. I understand why my parents seem to struggle a little bit when it comes to technology, doing things like calling me after they send me an email to confirm I got it. I used to get frustrated when they would do things like that. But going back to 1963 made me realize that things were different. People interacted differently and even learned in a different way. Going back to 1963 has really opened my eyes to how technology has shifted culture, and I learned a lot from going back. I couldn't say I miss it, only because I have a need for technology and the internet, and I don't think I could ever give it all up. Thank you all for listening to my podcast, and I really hope you enjoyed listening to my time going back to 1963 and uh, the difficulties I face with technology. Thanks for listening.